Yeah, exactly. Okay, no, so the parsha begins. It's okay, it's no problem. It's no problem. So the parsha begins. Shlach right? The Rebbeinu says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Shlach Send people for yourselves, for, for yourself, for Yisurus Eretz Kanan, to uh, spy out the land, the whole mice with the Meraglim. So Rashi brings down what does it mean Shlach Lecha Anoshim? Shlach Anoshim. What does it mean Shlach Lecha? So Rashi says Ladaitcha. This is this is your decision. Ladaitcha. Ani ain't mitzav lecha. I'm not telling you to do this. I'm not being mitzav you. I'm letting you know that if you want to do this, you can do it. And the truth is, even in Sefer Dvarim, when Moshe Rabbeinu says over the Maish, we know, he says that Kal Yisrael came to him and said, you know, it would be a good idea to send Malachim, to send uh, Meraglim. And uh, then he asked the Rabbani Shalom, and the says, Shlach Lecha I'm not telling you, if you want to do it, do it. Right, so here's the question. First, first of all, this whole Indian of Kal Yisrael feeling and sensing that our entrance into Eretz Yisrael has to be with this way of Meraglam, of Meraglam going and seeing if the land is good, is it not good, how to do it, and so on. Clearly there was some reason why Davka, the Knesset into Eretz Yisrael, has to be in this way of Meraglam. And, and the truth is, even though it doesn't, you know, it's a, it's a, it doesn't work out in Parshish Shlach, but we know in Sefer Yeshua, it's well known, that even when Yeshua Nun is about to enter the land, he also says Meraglam. Right? Pinchas and Kalev, he sends to go spy out the land again. So clearly, it wasn't like, okay, this is a bad idea, let's not do it again. Clearly, there was an understanding that this is how Eretz Yisrael has to be conquered. The way you enter into Eretz Yisrael has to be in this way of Meraglam, of sending people and going through the motions of, should we do this, should we not do this, how do we do it? Okay, so that's question number one. And Davkin, such a way, it's in a way that the Rabbanu Shalom is not telling you to do it, it's your own Bechira. You have to make that choice of whether you're sending Meraglam or not. So these are the questions. Why does it have to be Meraglam Davka? And why even sending Meraglam has to be in this way of Bechir Chavshis, in this way of just making a choice, and it's not a specific mitzvah? That's one question. Another question. These are famous, famous questions. You know, Chazal tell us that uh, the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu changes the name from Hesheya to Yoshua is Ka Yoshiach HaMetzas Meraglam, right? That Hashem should protect you from the eights of the Meraglam. So clearly, uh, the way through which Yeshua was protected from falling into the mistake of the Meraglim was Davka with the shame Yudke. So that's the question, why Davka, what's it about the shame Yudke that uh, was needed to do that? Also, B'chlam, when Moshe Rabbeinu sends the Meraglim, he gives them a direction that they should go La'arka ularachba. La'arka ularachba. Why Davka in that way? The length and the width. That's how they, they went, like, uh, like that. The length and the width. Why Davka in that way? Also, we know the Pasik says that when they get there at the Teretz Yisrael, so it says, though, Chazal already explained this before, that Koli uh, Venifuna, he did not get a bracha from Meshav, we know, but he goes to Chavrin, makes a beeline to Chavrin, to go daven by the Mars Machpela, that, uh, and there's Chus and so on, he should be also saved from, from, uh, from the Meragum. So the question is, and the first we ask, why Davke Chavrin? Why did he go Davke to the Mars Machpela to daven over there? Okay, number of answers given. Another thing to think about. What, 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 you know, at the end of the day, the tragedy of the Meraglim, as we know, is that they come back with Lashon Hara about the land. So the Eitzara always, where the Sitrachar always works, where Davka, that Nakuda, which could and should have been the, 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 the epitome of Kedusha, that becomes, that becomes the, the, the Tuma. That becomes the Tuma. It's always like that Zelumazah. So if the downfall, if the kilkel of the Meraglim was this Indian of Lashon Hara, of speaking, of saying the truth, 
right? That, what, what's, when people say Lashonar, what's the excuse? I, I, I'm telling you the truth. That, that's why it's Lashonar, right? So the, this idiom of, of saying what they're thinking something, and they're saying what they're thinking. But it's in a Kulkuldika way, in Lashonara. So it must be that that Indian of speaking the truth and saying what's on your mind, it must be that somehow connected to the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, it's just that now it's in a corrupted version of Lashonara, in a way that speaking something in their mind is truthful that creates a, a Kilkul. So the question is, what exactly, why is it that Bashkacha Pratis, that the Aver of Lashonara was the way to bring down uh, Kalah Yisrael's entrance into Eretz Yisrael? What is it about? Lashonar in particular that tells us about Eretz Yisrael. What is that? Okay. Fine. So what's really going on? What's the whole thing of the Meraglim? So the truth is like this. We find this steer in the Kisviari. What exactly went wrong with Meraglim? Why is it? I mean, what went wrong, we know. that They came back with, with Lashonar against the land. But what, what was the Netiyas HaNefesh? What was really the Sharish of the problem that led the Meraglim to make this mistake? So it would seem to be a steer in the Kisviari. There is all in Eitz Chaim, in... Um, it's also in Eitzrus Chaim, in Sharach Valeya. So the Rizal says over there the following thing. Again, let's say, what, say the words. What he says is that the issue was that Bechlal, the Dardai, and particularly Meraglim, were not a Shidduch with Eretz Yisrael. This is Be'etzem, who they were, was not a Shidduch with Eretz Yisrael. And the way the Rizal says it is like this. In Eitz Chaim, he says that Eretz Yisrael is Bechinas Rachel. Eretz Yisrael means Rachel. There's a quality of the Neshama Velikus that's called Rachel. Eretz Yisrael is the name of Rachel, Imenu. The problem was is that the Meraglim, and the whole Dardai Bechlal, but the Meraglim particularly, were Bechinas Leia. And because they were coming from that world of Leia, it's Pasha not a Shidduch. It's not a Shidduch. And to Mela, it works out that they come back with a negative report because it wasn't Shaykh to their Sherish and Hashem. That's how the result in Eitzchayim puts it. They were Leia, Eretz Yisrael is Rachel. The problem is is that the Riyak Kaddish and Sharp Sukkim, also when he's describing the problem with the Meraglim, he seems to say in a different way. He says that Moshe Rabbeinu, when he gave them the direction of going into land, he says specifically to, to them that they should go b'bechinas leya. They should go b'bechinas leya. And the, re- the remez is that he says in Pasuk that Moshe Rabbeinu sends them lasur esa'aretz, to spy the land, lasur esa'aretz, is Rosh Hashanah, leya. So he tells them to go with b'bechinas leya. The problem is that they go to Eretz Yisrael, says the Ari in Sharp Sukkim, with b'bechinas rachel. That's what it says, that they ended up going Ad Rechayv Levoi Hamas. That's the way they traveled to the, the, the passageway of Levoi Hamas towards Hamas. Rechayv Levoi Hamas is Rosh Devis Rachel. So here's the steer. In Eitz Chaim, says the Ari, the problem was that they were Leah, and Eretz Yisrael is Rachel. So it's not a Shidduch. In Sharp Sukkim, the Arizal says that Moshe told them, go as, go as Leah, and that'll, that, then it will work. But the problem is, they went as Rachel. So, it's the opposite of what he says in Eitz Chaim. So what's going on over there? Okay. All right, so let's take a step back. We know that um, when the Rabbani Shalom was, took us out of Mitzrayim, so uh, in, in the Pesukim, it's very clear from the very first conversation the Rabbani Shalom has with Moshe Rabbeinu, is that the Tachlis of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, what, what, what's, what begins with Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, becomes complete, not by Harsinai, but really by BSRs, right? The the Iker Indian, what was necessary, what began with the Yitzhak became complete with BSRs. Along the way, there's, there's Harsinai. And the truth is, the only time the Rabbani Shalom really stresses Harsinai is as a response to Moshe's question. Moshe says to Rabbani Shalom, in what's chus 
do they have to come out? So Hashem says, you know, Tavdun is a Lakim they'll have Harsinai. But the Rabbanishon doesn't make that the focus of Yitzhi Yitzrayim. It's about getting to Eretz Yisrael. So, so it's like this. We know, according to the Zara Kaddish, Golis Mitzrayim, the Emes, was described in the Zara as Golis Hadibur. It's a well known thing that Dibur was in Golis. Dibur was in Golis. And, and therefore, the, the process of the Gula of Dibur, of Gula of Dibur, are in three stages. This is what we find this from three stages. Stage one, you see Smitzrayim. See Smitzrayim. Stage two, Harsinai. The final shlav in the Gula Sadibur is with Biasaritz. Biasaritz. Now let's explain what that means, B'derech Avayda. So it's like this. What does Dibur mean? What's the difference? What is the, what's the Tchunas HaNefesh? That quality that a human being has, he's been defined as a Ruch Mamala, as a, you know, as someone that's able to speak. What exactly is that Tchunas? So in this form we find that it's through Dibur, through speech, that's the way that a person really expresses their yeshus, their existence. You exist. You exist and you, and you express your existence through your dibur. Like even, even the Pasuk talks about, of all human beings, the one that is the most yesh. Who's probably the one human being that's the most yesh? It's the melech, right? The king. He's, the, he's in charge of everything else. So he's a yesh. The devar melech shaltain. The shlita, the power of a king, comes from his power of speech. Speech is when you express how you are. If a person is sitting there at daimim, so a person is silent, I don't know. I'm, I don't. As far as the world around you, if you're silent, you don't exist. Because no, no one can read your thoughts. So I don't know what you're saying, I don't know what you're feeling. It doesn't matter, it's irrelevant. A person is daimim. With speech, then already you're expressing yourself, and this is who I am. So what does it mean when Deber was in Gullus, in, in Gullus Mitzrayim? So it doesn't mean they weren't able to speak. But it means that there was a corruption of, of Dibur. Dibur in Gullus means that it was Mamish just Yeshus. Just Yeshus. And everyone was just something. And there was a bunch of somethings. Like in, you know, we know the, in, in the Sarmak version, Sifir Musar as well. The, the you know, to be a Dover Yesh, Yeshus is the worst thing in the world. That's the Sharish of all, of all Klipa. All Tumma comes from that Yesh. For example, like in the Zara Kaddish, we find that the, 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 um, the tagline of the Sitra Achra is what? It's, I will be king. No, I will be king. No, I am king. Everyone's a king. Everyone's a Dover Yesh. That's the Yeshus. The Golis Hadibur means that everyone's a king. That's why it expresses itself in, 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 the, in the story with uh, Dustin Navirim, right? When Moshe says, Russia, Lomasaka, Esriacha, right? So, so what, is he, what, is, uh, what, what is the response? Me, Sam, Chalish, Sarvashaifa, Tolainu, who put you in charge? I'm in charge. I'm in charge of my, I do my own thing. I decide that this guy deserves to be hit. And who, who, who puts you in charge? right? If they're claiming that you see Maisha, who are you? You, you, you? You're such a Dover Yesh. You're making yourself like a Melech that you're in charge. So means that really the problem with them was that they, they felt that they're in charge. And what does Maisha Rabbeinu say? Oh, that's okay. Now I know what Goldsmith's rhyme is about. The site of Goldsmith's rhyme is the Golis Hadibur. Golis Hadibur means that you say whatever you want. When you say whatever you want, it means that's the mitz- that, that's Golas. It means that you're just a Dover Yesh. And as a Dover Yesh, I'm a Melech. No one tells me what to do. I tell, people, I tell everyone else what to do. I'm the Bardeya, and I don't care about anyone else's day. This is my opinion. That's Golas Adibar. In the Sarmak tradition, we find that Rachel Menu, that quality of Rachel Menu, is connected with Dibur. 
Dibur is Rachel Imenu. This is why we find that Rachel, Rachel and Yaakov Avinu, they talk to each other a lot. There's a lot of communication, verbal communication between Rachel and Leah. And, and we do find in the Sfarim, because of this, that just as Dibur was in Golis in Mitzrayim, so Yosef, the son of Rachel, also finds himself first in Mitzrayim. That the Malchus of Rachel Imenu, that quality of Rachel, which is called Dibur, is very susceptible to Golis. For example, in the Kisvi Ari, we find this, this is a this is fundamental in the Kavanas of Davening, that, that <coughs> Rachel Imenu, the Pasuk says it regarding Rachel, Ragleha Yardis Mavis, that her feet descend into death. The Miat the, the everything that's about the Shechina going into Golas, it's all about Golas Adibur. It means that quality of a person as a Dover Yesh, falling into exile. Exile doesn't mean, what does exile mean? Exile doesn't mean that uh, you're nobody, it means other you think you're somebody. That's the, that's the greatest Golas, right? Golas doesn't mean that, that you know, when we think of Golas, we tend to think of it as like, you know, uh, getting uh, clapped by the Gaim. So we, we the panemius the, the of Golas is Adra. The panemius of Golas is for someone to think that they're a Dabriyesh. That's the panemius of Golas. That's Golas Hadibar. So what's the first shlav of the Ulas Hadibar? If Golas Hadibar means being a Dabriyesh, then Gula means Bittal. Gula means Bittal. And so what's the first stage of Bittal that needs to be incorporated into that world of Dibur? The first stage is what's called by, by the Svarim. Again, these are, these are ideas that I've mentioned before. The first stage of Bittal is what's called Bittal Yesh. What does it mean Bittal Yesh? Bittal Yesh means that you're still a something and you still see yourself as something. But you're willing to be machnia yourself and to control yourself, that I will express my somethingness, I will express my yeshas, only lefirat sanayizbarach. So I'm still a somebody, but I'm willing to be makabal ol malchashemayim, and I'm not just going to allow my mouth to, to run free, I'm going to say only what I'm told I'm supposed to say. That's the first stage. And that's what that, what that means, you know, in deeper it means to say what you're, what you're being told to say. On a deeper, on a more, on a, on a general level, on a deeper level, it means a, 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 a certain perspective of life, in a mahalach achayim, which is that I'm something, it's true, and I, I could theoretically say what I want, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do what I want, I'm going to be machniya myself, and be mavat myself to the greater good, to the Rabbanu Shalom, This expresses itself Davka by Yitzis Mitzrayim. See, what's, what's Pesach night? The mitzvah is, as we know, Sipri Yitzis Mitzrayim. What's Sipri Yitzis Mitzrayim? Talk about it. Talk, talk, talk. But what? But we give you, we, we give you a, uh, what should we call it? We give you a script. Here's the script that you're supposed to say. Khan Haben Shoyal. Over here, the kid's supposed to ask. And this is the answer you're supposed to give. Even if you, do you understand what the questions are? Do you understand what the answers are? No. You read your script. The, 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 your child is going to ask this question. Everything is scripted out to you. You're supposed to speak all night long, but exactly what you're told to say. So we think of that, that that's a golos hadiver. That's like, I'm not, I, let me, I should be able to speak freely. But in Pinimius, that's the greatest, that, that's the beginning of golos hadiver. Of finally, of, of, that, you're, that you're a dover yesh, you're yesh, you're speaking, you're speaking, you're ruch l'mala, you're something, but your somethingness is not run amok, where you're just a davar mamish, just a, a magushim de gazach. You are being makabal o malchashemayim. It's kabbalas o malchashemayim. That's why even by the next stage of Gulas Mitzrayim, which was Kriyas Yamsev, so what is it? Az Yashir Moshe Uvnei Yisrael. The Shira Sayyam took place in how that Moshe said, and Kali Yisrael repeated. Davkin that way. 
where Moshe says and we repeat. Moshe says and we repeat. That's not a chesarin in Dibur, Adarabah, that's the beginning of Geulah Sadibur, where you're speaking, but you're speaking what you're told to say. You're not on your own, you're not just a stama magushim dekigesh. There's a level of bitol yesh that's happening. That's, that's the beginning of Geulah Sadibur. That's the first shlav. What's the next shlav? So the next shlav, a person has to move from what's called bitol yesh to the next madrega which is harder to do and certainly takes more of an avayda, which is what's called bitl b'metzias. What does it mean bitl b'metzias? By the first shlav, you're a speaking, you're a speaking person. You're a medaber. It just happens to be, instead of uh, saying what you want, you're saying what the Rabbani Shalom wants you to say. It's kavalik. The next level is, I'm mamish nothing. I'm not speaking anymore. I am now moving from that world of speech to that place that's called the world of thought, the world of machshava. You know, an example. You know, the um, the Baltanya, his, his shita in halacha. He was very, very stark that the mitzvah of Talmud Torah has to be bepeh. That you have to say out bepeh uh, what you're learning. He held very stark like that, and he said and he even held in halacha that if you're able to say out loud, out loud what you're learning, if you're able to do that, and you don't, that's not that's called bital Torah. It's mamasha. That's the Shita Baltanya. But the Baltanya does say that the exception to that would be in a situation where you can't, you're not able to say out the learning. Why would you not be able to do that? So let's say you're in a, a makam that's a little bit dirty, so you can only think learning. And he, the other example he gives is if you're thinking the Ian. If you're thinking uh, deep in Yonim, if you're thinking deep as far as in Torah, it's not something you can say. You have to be lost, you have to sort of be lost in that, in that Eilam of a Machshav. So that's the Baltani writes in Shulchan Aruch. That's the halach. The the Mitla Rebbe in a number of places, in Taras Chaim and in Parshas Yisro, he talks about this Barichas. He says that although if you so you compare those two matzava, a person's learning, he's learning let's say uh, bekiyas, you know, and he's able to say, okay, and he's fulfilling the mitzvah Talmud Torah the way it should be bepeh, b'shinantam, and then you have the other situation. The guy's learning bein a deep idea, and he's trying to he's trying to be kailed it. So the, the Mitl Rebbe says that you would think that when the, the person is saying it bepeh, it's greater than the mitzvah of, of Ian, because he's doing it bepeh. The Mitl Rebbe says there is a big mila though, in when a person is learning in that place of machshava. He says, why? He says, because when a person is learning in that place of machshava, it's not just not he's thinking. He's, he's, he's entering into that place that's called bit of mitzvah. He's entering that place that's called Bittal Mitzis. He says an example. Let's say when, when I mean, I, 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 I've certainly experienced this when, uh, when I was back, you know, as a Bachar in Yeshiva by, by my Rebbe. When, when, when a Rebbe is giving like a very, very deep Indian, he's trying to give over something very deep and the Talmidim are, are, are trying to absorb it. It's impossible. There, there are certain moments where the Talmud is, in, it's impossible for him to interrupt, it, it, to say something to a Chavar. Like Lamashal, if I'm listening to, I remember listening to a share from my Rebbe, and one of my chaverim would like tap me, like, you know, what Tyson is, you know, I, I, you can't even, I can't, I can't, I can't allow myself to exist, to say the words, he's up to this Tyson. Because in order to be collate the deep tire that the Rebbe's saying, you have to be completely bottle. There can't be a you. You have to be completely lost in that world that's the Rebbe. And the second you start to speak, even if you're saying something simple like, you know, he's up to over here. You're not completely lost in that, in that, in that zone of the Rebbe. And then, they're ready, then, then you're a something. And if you're a something, you're not being kailit. 
You're not being, you're not becoming, you're not becoming lost in that place. So said the Mitla Rebbe, when the, there's a mile of eon, the mile of eon, to the extent that you cannot speak, it's not just like an oinus. Okay, I can't speak because I, I, I would lose, I would lose my focus. It's much deeper than that. At that moment, when you're learning in such with such a an oimik, that you cannot allow yourself to to become, to manifest physically as a davar yesh, what's happening at that moment is that you're entering that place that's called bittul mitzias. This was was happening by Har Sinai. Har Sinai was the moment in which Geula, the Geula of Dibur, took its next stage, which is that it transitioned from in Golas, it's just saying whatever you want. Then Yitzhiz and Sraim is, you say what the Rabbi Shalom wants. And then you get to Harsinai is, you stop talking altogether. Now you're just listening to Hashem. Nasav and Nishma. Nasav means we'll do mitzvahs, okay. Nishma means we'll learn. So you would think, according to Baltanya especially, that's how you describe learning. Talmud is not with Nishma. Talmud is Nedaber. It's Bethicha. The answer is, no, no, no. The oimik of what was being revealed by Harsinai is the next shlav of Bitl of There's no you anymore. You're now lost in that place of Ayin. You, you start off as a Dover Yesh, but then you were machnia yourself to have a Bitl Yesh, and now you're slowly moving your way up to that place that it all comes from, which is called Ayin. This is why, you know, the Gemara even says, Ligrois uh, Vahadr Lisbur, that a person should first learn Bikiyas, get information, and then go be in. And the way the Baltania describes it is that that means that the beginning of learning is to speak, but learning is that I'm saying what, I'm, I'm not saying my own ideas, I'm saying words from Chazal. So the first madrig of learning is like Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, Ligrois. I'm just memorizing text. I'm just saying, tell me what to say and I'll say it. And then you get to the next madrig is that I'm ascending to that place of Machshava and there is no me anymore. This is the world of Leia. If Rachel is Dibur, Leia is Machshava. Leia is Machshava. There's a call in all this song. That's why Leia, as I mentioned, Leia's relationship with Yaakov, they don't speak. There's, no, there's never a speech between them. They, they think about each other, and they, they're talking about each other, but there's no direct speech between Rachel and Leia, between Yaakov and Leia. It's, it's, it, that is Kashrus, is this Kashrus of Machshava. That's called Bit of Mitzias. Ligris Vader Lisbur. Fine, so that's Gavaldic, so that's Adkan. That's the, 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 so now you're absolutely in, Gul, in Gula. You're now Batal. You're now Batal Vimitsiyas. So what's the next Madrega? Um, the next Madrega is to take the Bittal even further. How could you go? How, how could there be anything more than not existing? So you know, the, the, it's brought down that the, the Vindic by the Avni Nezer, for example, was that even when he was in a state of Ian, and he was, a, he was an Amkin, even when he was in that state of Ian, he would still force himself to not verbalize everything he's thinking, because it's impossible, but to keep his, mo- keep his lips moving somewhat, to, to speak something while he's thinking. It seems that was also the minute of the Groh, by the way, as well, because there's a stira amongst the, the family and the Talmudim of the Groh, what the minute of the Groh was when it came to, like, Ian. Uh, for example, the, 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 the children of the Groh, when they write in their Hakdama to the Bir HaGron Shulchan Aruch, they say beferish that the the gra, his his lips were always he was always speaking and learning so much so that they say that even the two hours uh, that he slept at night his lips were still moving that's how his lips were always moving. Mitzatsheni, you have uh, you know other other places in in Hagra and so on that it talks about how when uh, when he was like you know uh, when he was uh, you know learning uh, Bainik, he it would be uh, you know he would cover like you know fifty blot in uh, you know in an hour and he was just. Do you think it was in the oil of So which one was it? 
Stam, it's something like the like the, the meaning of the Avrenezer, which is that he was lost in Machshava, but he forced himself to mumble, to say a word, to hear, to keep his lips moving. What's that Indian? There's also Marsha, for example, in Sukkah. The Marsha says in Sukkah that, I didn't think of the Beis, the Marsha says that the, that the highest Madrega, he talks about this with Rebbe Yechem I think, the Gemara says Rebbe Yechem never was never found to be silent. He, he was never sitting there diamond. He's always speaking. He's always talking and learning. So the Marsha says, don't think that this was only because he was involved in Bikiyas all day. Even when Rebbe Yechem was involved in Mamish Ian Rav, very much Oymik, he would still be able to be Moitzi Bisvasa. As if it's like the biggest madrega. So this is a little bit difficult. Until now, we've been saying, no, no, no. If you could be mighty b'svasav, if you could express yourself with words, that means that you're not ayin. So what's the milo Yechem He was such a big, uh, unbelievable, that he was never daimim. Adraba, you should be daimim. That's, uh, that's, that's mamash betel. So things like this. You know, there's a, there's a tar in Lakuta Maran, and this is really, I mean, I, I think I mentioned this other times, that to me, in a certain sense, this is like the oymik of, of Bresel Chasidus in a certain sense. It's sort of, what, what, you know, in a certain, it ties it, it ties it up a chlal, but in Lakut Maran, I think it's in Semen Ches, he talks about the idea of the highest madrig of how Yid is able to do mitzvahs. Like Lamash, the Gemara says that, uh, right, the Banishim puts on tefillin, Chazal say. So the Balatanya, so the, the Lakut Maran says, Rabbi Nachman says, what does it mean the Banishim puts on tefillin? How, like, when does that happen? So the truth is, in the Swarm Pashtas, it means that you put on tefillin. And Memela, it's a Rusadosata, you're activating something, you're Ma'ira, the Rabbanishlam, to put on tefillin, whatever that means on, on that madrig. But Nachman says the Oymek, the Oymek really is to realize not to go from Yeh, we start off as Yeh, and you get to Ayin. The real, the Oymek of Bittal, the deepest level of Bittal is to realize that my Yeshus itself is the Rabbanishlam's Yeshus. Meaning like this. Until now, even the level of bittul b'mitzias, there's still there's still a you that you're being mavatel. You understand? There's still the, the, what you're doing by the level of bittul b'mitzias is that you're creating a nothingness, an emptiness. But even emptiness, it means that that's not a lakus, It's not the rabban Islam. You're 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 making yourself nothing. But the much the much deeper madreig of bittul, the, the the deepest level of bittul is not to become nothing. The deepest level of bittel is to redefine what yesh means. In other words, we, we, you know, there's, there's, there's two words that define all of Mitzis, our perspective, which is yesh mi'ayin, right? This is something which comes from nothing, right? That's a very, very egocentric way of thinking of reality, right? Because that means this is really something. I don't know where it comes from. Because I don't know where it comes from, I'm going to call that nothing. So I'm willing, I'm humble enough to admit that this tissue box does not just exist on its own, but to me, really, it's the Icarus of Tisha box, and this is the Dover Yeish. No, it comes from nothing. So in that perspective, then the Madrigas are, okay, first you start off as a something, you're a Tisha box, and then you're Machnia yourself, you only speak what the Rav Shalom says, and then you stop speaking altogether, you turn to that place of Ayin. But the, even that is still coming from this false uh, 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 assumption and illusion that this is really the Yeish, and the highest madrega of this place that is to, is, to, is to nullify ourselves. But even that is not the real truth. What's the real truth? The real truth is that this world is ayin from yesh. That the Rabbanu Shalom is the real yesh. And everything outside of his yeshes doesn't exist. And all that there is is his yeshes. The highest madrega is not to be nothing. The highest madrega is, is to be a reflection of the greatest something. Instead of there being 
the Rabbani Shloilam and everything is an empty space revolving around him, that, that, which is Bittel B'Metzias, instead of that, the deepest Madreg is, all there is is him. Forget any empty space. All there is is him. And everything that exists is a reflection of him. This is, the deepest Madreg therefore is, is, as Rabbi Nachman says, the deepest Madreg is to perform a mitzvah and to realize that when you put on tefillin, that is HaKadosh Baruch Hu Menech Tefillin. Satham Shad, you're a human being, you're putting on tefillin, and Mimele, you're a motivator, you're a Rabbanish to do as well. No, you're a chelik al al-namish, which means that you are a shliach of the Rabbanish to, to, to exist in this world bishli chusai. You know, there's a Kabbalah amongst, um, amongst uh, uh, Breslov that there are a few Torahs that Rav Nassan had from Ibn Achman that if Rav Nassan would have been Mazberit, he would have been Mavatal Ol Vechira and it would have caused the Gula to come in such a way through Bittal Bechira. Okay, that's this Messiah. Three tires like that. One of the tires that the Messiah is that, uh, that Rav Nassim could have done used, was, was on this tire. Look at the Moran. In Shluchan, in Lukut Halachas, in Hilchus Shluchan, Simon Beis, Rabbi Nassim talks about this Tyra, but it's Bekitz. Like you can tell that usually Rabbi Nassim is very marich and like he's, he's like Bekitz about this Indian. Because Rabbi Nassim felt that if he, if he was marich, it wasn't just Tyra, it was being Megal or something. It would have Megal this truth of what? That all the Yeshas of this world is really a reflection of the Yesha Amiti. And then that's the end of the game. That would, that would force the world to do tshuva through Bit Labachir. But this is the. Now, I don't have a problem talking about this because I'm, you know, if I say something, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. So it's fine. So, but, but, it, but it's such a mitzi, This is the deepest level. So, in other words, the deepest level of Bittal of is not Bittal of Mitzias. The deepest level of Bittal is to then return to the world of Dibur and to speak what you want, but to realize that what, who are you speaking? So the deepest level is what? Is to, is to, you start off as Rachel in Golis. And then eventually you make your way to Leia. And then the deepest Madrega is then to return to Rachel, but not to return to Rachel separate from Leia but to return to Rachel and to realize that Rachel is an expression of Leah, that that bittel, that nothingness of Leah is ex- it gets to its deepest expression through Rachel. You understand? When, therefore, when speech then comes as an expression of the, of the machshava, that's the, that's the deepest level of bittel. The ultimate gulas hadibur takes place when the world is now able to return to speech. And able to speak now in a way of saying what you want to say, but now in a way that it's no longer you. It's the Rabbanu Shalom expressing through you. This was. This is really what happens in Eretz Yisrael. Lamashal. The Ramban. You know, the, the Torah of Har Sinai is transported to Eretz Yisrael. Right. The Ramban already says that the kedusha of Har Sinai it gets to the base Hamikdash in Eretz Yisrael. So Har Sinai is when we receive the Torah, and that's when the Rabbanu Shalom speaks and we're quiet. What happens in the base Hamikdash? That's where the Makom Sanhedrin is. Tarsh Peh which is what? All of a sudden, we speak, and Kivyach L'Rabban Shalom is quiet. So, ha- and, and yet, the Ramban says that the Torah of the Beis HaMikdash, Tarsh Peh, is a reflection of Harsinai. The answer is it's one of the same. It's all the same speakers, the Rabban Shalom. But by Harsinai, that was Leah, pure Leah. But by Eretz Yisrael, it's, it's, it's Leah becoming enmeshed and becoming one with Rachel, where it's now Rachel speaking, it's the Olam Hadibur, it's an expression of Yesh, but now it's, an, it's a yesh that's the expression of the greatest bittal of all. 
it's 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 beyond bittul b'mitzias. It's that all there is is the yesh of the rabbanu shalom. And when I speak, it's an expression of that. We're shluchim of the rabbanu shalom. Therefore, this is why the oimik of what Moshe Rabbeinu was sending Meraglim was that the Meraglim had to go to Eretz Yisrael, enter into that place of Deba, that place of Rachel, but go with that consciousness of Leah and realize that there is no divide. The Adra, but Rachel is now able to express a depth of Leah that otherwise cannot be cannot be. Uh, Cannot be experienced. Rachel on her own, machshava, bittel on its own could only get you to become nothing. But when you take that bittel and you are able to apply it to, to, and, and return it to Rachel, then what's revealed in that union is a much deeper bittel. This is what's happening with the Avinezer and the Vilna Gain when they were in their world of machshava, but they were able to express themselves at the same time. That, that, and like uh, the Marsha says, that was against of Yechem and Zakai. Because when they were able to express themselves, it wasn't taking away from their bittel, Adraba, it was a deepening of their bittel, that it wasn't them talking anymore. It was, it was the Rabbanishal talking through them. It's like, like, it's like Lahavdal, if, uh, you know, if, if the Talmud is able to, to talk while he's listening to the Shir the Rebbe, it means that he, it's, not, he's not, he's, he, it's the Rebbe talking. It, it's, every, it, it's, it's all one Indian. This is the Oymik of Rachel and Leah. This is why, when, when, when the, again, going back, let's say, that's steer in the Arizal, like, ha, the problem was, ultimately, yes, the Dar Midbar and the Meraglim were Bechinas Leia, Arizal's Bechinas Rachel. The problem, the, 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 the essential problem was, though, to think that Rachel and Leia are two different Bechinas. That was the ultimate problem. And therefore, when, in Eitzchayim, what the Rizal is describing is the Shurish of the issue. The issue was, they were Leia, Eretzel's Rachel, problem. But what Moshe Ben was telling them is that don't think that when you go into the land, you now have to switch gears. That you're moving from Leia, and you're now into, into Rachel's zone. That's impossible, because you're, not, you're, you're Leia de Gayidin. You can't go into Eretzel and just become Rachel. Moshe Ben told them, Lasur es Haaretz, go as Leia. Enter into that world of Dibor. You're going into Eretz Yisrael, which means Rachel. True. But go with your Leah. Don't lose that Bittal. Realize that Adraba, your sense of Bittal as Leah Dekayidin is taking its next step of, of, of Bittal as you enter into Dibor. Have that level of Higayun of, of Svara, but be like the Avinezer, be able to say while you're thinking. The problem was the Mraglan went to Eretz Yisrael, Rechoi Vavoy Hamas, that they went to Eretz Yisrael thinking that now we have to throw Leah away, and now just have Rachel. And that's impossible for them. And they felt that as an inner conflict, they couldn't do it. And they come back, Eretz Yisrael is not for us. The problem was that they went with that mentality that it's either, either Rachel or it's Leah. The problem was they had, to, they had to enter into Rachel with Leah. That would have been the full unity. This is what the Rabbani Shlalem, this is, this is what Moshe Rabbeinu blessed Yeshua with, the letters Yud K, Yud K versus Vav K. We know in the Svarim, Yudke always means Machshava, that's the higher part, that's the, the hidden part. And Vavke means that was revealed, that's Rochel, that's Dibor. Yeshua is being blessed that even when you go to Eretz Yisrael, you're not going to let go of Leah. You enter into Eretz Yisrael with that Bechinus Leah, with that Bechinus Bittel, and you realize that it's the Bittel of Leah that you're deepening by being able to speak, by choosing, by having free will. This is why, as I said, it's Shlach Lecha Anoshim. It had to be with choice. It had to be the choice. The whole inner of Eretz Yisrael is to realize that your Bechira is the greatest expression of Bittal of all. It's not, a, the, and on, the, on, the, on the surface, there's two different things. You're Bittal to God, you're nullified to God, which means I can't make choices because it's all God. I'm, I'm not saying anything, I'm just listening to the Rebbe. 
And then if I'm speaking, if I'm making a choice, it means I'm not, it means I'm not on my own thing. The oimik of what the Rabbanu was telling my Shabbat is, no, 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 you're going to go to Eretz Yisrael and you're going to embrace your ability to make a choice. You're going to embrace your ability to be a something, but you're going to realize that your somethingness is an expression of my something. That's what it means to be a Meragal, to be a, to, that's why it had to be with Meraglim. They had to go to Eretz Yisrael with this, with this game of, let, let's see if we choose Eretz Yisrael. What do you mean you choose? You have to choose Eretz Yisrael. The whole in of the Meraglim was this, was this funny dynamic of making a choice in a choiceless situation. They, they don't have the option of making a choice. You have to go to Eretz Yisrael. So what are you pretending? Uh, you know, Shmeini and Raza, what are you pretending as if it's your choice? The answer is what's happening, this was not just on a game. This was, this was the embodiment of Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael. It's the embodiment of that every choice you make of course it's your choice, but it's the greatest expression of the Rabbanishim's choice at the same time. You're not being menech tefillin, the Rabbanishim's menech tefillin through you. And that, that itself is what's going to return the world to tshuva. That itself is, that's the tachla sabriya of not thinking yesh to ayin. The tachla sabriya is to realize that the whole, that's backwards. It's ayin from yesh. That's the tachla that's the greatest, that's the greatest yichr of all of Rachel becoming Leah. This is why Kolev had to go to Hebron. Davka by the Ma'oris Machpelah, Ma'oris Ma'ara taich ma'ara, cave within a cave, that place of hester, the place of concealment, the place of machshava. It, it's a place that you don't, you, you, you're not able to see what's there. You can't see what's there. It's completely hidden. Kaliv was going to be mechazi, to mechasher himself with that place of machshava in order to allow him to then enter into Eretz Yisrael in a proper way. This is why Eretz Yisrael, was, was, they were told to go la'arka ularachba. La'arka ularachba means means It means, in the Sifra Chassidus we find, La'arka always means betel. It means just straight ahead, I'm not even thinking, it's just... And L'Rachba means oimig. L'Rachba means meivin davar, meitach davar, t'vimarachav ha'inyan, rechavah sanar. L'Arka L'Rachba means to be able to have both at the same time. That you're going to come up with your own ideas. Meivin davar, meitach davar, that's L'Rachba, L'Rachav, to develop a... Uh, an oimik to something, but also la'arka, to have that pashtas. That's la'arka l'arach, but that's what was being described over here. This is why the pagam of Eretz Yisrael was with Lashon Hara, but that tells you what Eretz Yisrael can be. Again, what Eretz Yisrael can be is to say what you think. Not to say what, everyone, what people are telling you to say, to say what you think. But when it's, a, when it's mekulkul, when it's mekulkul, is it that's that's not shloshanara? I'm, t- I'm saying what I think. Hagufa, that's, that's the problem. Stop saying what you think. But when it's in a proper and a healthy way, then adarab, that becomes the most the holiest thing of all because what you what you want to say is a dvar Hashem, and that's gavaldik. But until you're at that level of of beyond bittul b'mitzias, then that's called pure loshanara. And so this is this is the imek of what's going on in the parsha. The, the, the void of all of this is to realize that the great, the, the, you know, the, the, the greatest, the greatest bittel of all is to realize that the, the bechir itself, the fact that we can choose and we have to make choices. Like, you know, when Klai Yisrael are mourning, you know, their mom is crying about the tragedy of going to Eretz Yisrael, right? And so Hashem says, you know, your baicha bechir shalchinam, right? Your mom is crying for nothing. You're crying because you wish you were able to stay in Golis, right? You know, you want to stay in the midbar. So that's what Tisha is going to be about, right? Let's understand the 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 the, the of that chait of Klaus rejecting Eretz Yisrael. It was rejecting the. It was rejecting 
entering into the world of something. It's, it, what Kaleisro was doing at the time was making the mistake of choosing the easy path. What's the easy path? Nothing. The easy path is Bethel. The difficult path is to be a something with a sense of Bethel. That's much harder. Right? Uh, for example, the Svarim bring down that when, when Klai, this is a very subtle point, that when Klai Yisrael, there was a choice that Klai Yisrael made to go into Gullus, and the choice that we made to go into Gullus was for the following point. To be in Eretz Yisrael would have meant that it means we have to go to war, it means we have to build up a government, it means we have to have police, yeshes, yesh, 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 yesh. And Klai Yisrael didn't want that. Didn't want that. We'd rather just be Lamelech, Rather just be beaten up by the Goyim and be victims. This Rather be a victim. If I'm a victim, then I don't. Then then then, then, then it's, it's not my problem. It's the world's problem, and uh, the Chrais is off my shoulders. And not only does that mean that I don't, I'm not achroy for anything, but even if I want to become a a, a, a Kaddish Vitar a person, it's much easier because I don't have the, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I'm I'm being I'm being nifal from the world. Think about this for a second, right? Without going into you know, I am being recorded, so I have to be careful. You know, I don't get emails, you know, like crazy. But let's understand that if, if, if we hold Bez Hashem, the Mashiach is around the corner, right? So and we're going to Eretz Yisrael very soon, Bez Hashem. So it must be that right now, the you would think that the last matzah before Gula would be Maraglam, would be that this Nisan of the Maraglam. There's always been a mitzvah of people embracing being the victim, right, and martyrdom and all that. But never before, I don't think, has there been a, such a metzius where it's been like a, an invasive cultural phenomenon of, of the, the mile of a person is dependent on how deeply victimized you've been. Right? On a societal level. You have to think, where is this coming from? And it doesn't just affect the asylum, it affects each and every one of us. No, no, what's coming time, right? What's coming time? The oymik of that is, is in Israel and the Maraglam. This is the choice of choosing betel, Choosing ayin versus yesh. Because ayin is easier. Ayin is easier in Avodis Hashem. Ayin is easier in, 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 in the Teva. But to be a Dover yesh and to not fall into yeshus from that, that's much harder. But that's the sign of Eretz Yisrael. You want Eretz Yisrael, it means that you're going to be a Dover yesh. But you have to believe that you go lustrous arts, you go with Leia, and there's an, you can be a Dover yesh. And bottle at the same time. That you could be in the Oilam Shava and verbalizing at the same time. That's the oimic of what of Akushas Arts Israel is the Kushas Adibar being able to say what you're thinking. And not and and, and the etzem where you are is no Shava. But you're but you're able to express that. To be a Dover Yesh, but to not lose one's place in that. That's the and the ultimate key for this is to have a sense of shlichus. If a person sent, go, goes through life with that feeling that I am a shluch shalmakim, I'm a shlich of the to make this place a dear b'tachtaynim, then you're going to be doing a lot, you're going to be accomplishing a lot, but you're not going to be falling into yeshus from that because who you are is a shlich of the shalom. So you're empowered by that, like the mashal I've given many times. If you're, you know, if you're a nope, if you're a guy in the mailroom, right? But the CEO of the company says, for whatever reason, you're my shlich to go to the board meeting. So you come into the board meeting, everyone stands up for you, you know, you're the Rashka Bahag over there, but you're humble at the same time because you know it's not your kayak. You have kayak, but it's not yours. So if you're, if you're that's what a spy is. I'm sending you on that mission. If you have that sense of shlichus, then that's the secret of being a Dover Yesh and a Dover Batal at the same time. 
No, the Rebbe should help us. We shouldn't fall into victimhood and all these inyanim. What was the issue? Yeah? The issue went in with the So, with the issue as well. So, it was Kaliv and Pinchas. Also, they had no. Kaliv already saw, you see that he uh, had the, the, the eights of going to Hebron. And Pinchas was a Kanoi, Kanikin as Hashem. He was, he was a Malach Hashem Tzorkes. That's what Pinchas is. Pinchas is Elio. So, he doesn't have that issue. He's Mamish Shlich Batsam. So, they don't have that issue. That's the. Uh, to become a Dover Yesh, not uh, Yeshus.